You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome to Tim Talks. 800 and some odd slurps. And it I know your problem. Better and better. What's the problem? I know how wicked you are in your heart. You're, really? you're just thinking about yourself. You don't care about anybody else. You, uh, mm. you know, you guys are so critical. You, you are oh. awful. You're, you're a terrible human being. Oh, you, you are so judgmental. You're despicable. Whoa! I'm not somebody. Somebody didn't have their cup of tea today. I'm not. <laughs> you're not. No. Oh no. 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 You're not judgmental. No. No. You're. But no. You, you're not judging. You. You yeah? are awful. Is it because you know, I'm an the independent? The things fun- you do. Yeah. You know, it, you're awful because you judge. How dare oh. you? How oh. dare you judge other people? How dare you? Who do you think you are? Goodness. Wow. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, you just met the real Dan Wolven right there. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for showing up. Finally, after 825 episodes, the real Dan Wolven comes to the microphone. See? See what I, I knew eventually. Yeah, boy, there are some people, and that is their spew, isn't it? Oh, yeah, man. Wow. Yeah, there's other um, podcasts and oh, uh, and yeah. people that say they used to be uh Yep. And again, I don't like the fundamental term because I feel like I'm right. a lot farther down the road than that. I'm Baptist, yeah. you know, holding to that, you know, uh, man, you need to be, you got to go through a time of deconstruction because deconstruction. you've been yeah. put together wrong. Yeah. 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 And I'm not going to mention the podcast because I'm not going to give them the time of day, but I've heard them. Um, they spew hatred. There's a few of them. Well, there's a few now, yep, yeah. and, you know, um, mostly guys that have come out of our our circles, and they are bitter, they're angry, they are spiteful, they mock, and I listened to about two episodes, and I said, that's it, I'm done. Those guys. Yeah. I don't know if they are that way, but they sound that way, that's for sure. Right. Well, I think they are that way. Yeah, well, I'm not going to attribute their motives because that's one of the things I'm going to talk about. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm not, so I will. So there. No, I just, you know, and and again, what they do is they lump four or five guys that were in leadership, again, back in the mostly the 70s and 80s, mostly guys back then that they were in their children years, teen years, especially teen years, and they felt like they were so hard done by in their teen years. Well, guess what, guys? You're adults. Get over it. Just man up. Realize you had some tough times in your life. You know what? My dad gave me a spanking once, Dan, and I didn't deserve it. And I'm I can't I'm gonna crucify him and I'm gonna tell everybody what a rotten, terrible guy was, because he he disciplined me one time when I didn't need it. And he made me wear this suit one time. 
It was ugly, and I had to wear it, and I was so embarrassed. And so I'm going to discredit him, and I'm going to spread his name all over the Internet. That's what those guys do. Because you're mature. Again, we're building this week from one to the other to the other. Again, Monday, we talked about there are people that have been hypocrites. That wounds people. There have been people that have been predators. That wounds people. There have been people that have not articulated their position properly for one reason or another. We gave three examples, and there are probably many more. Yes, and and when somebody's in a position of leadership, it hurts or at least restricts someone else's growth potentially. But mm-hmm. we still have the opportunity to get in the scriptures and to and to find out what the Word of God actually does say. When we mm-hmm. get to be a teenager, uh, I I've always disliked the fact that we want teens to act like adults, but we don't we don't even hold adults accountable like we would a teenager. I think there's something right. that's not fair there. And so to be to be just and right, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to belittle or make fun of something that somebody else went through. I've had some wounding in my life and you know, the Lord had given me grace uh either because it or through through it. And so uh, you know, I I but Four statements that I want to get out. Number one, uh, there are those that just want to just lamb, lamb blast where we are. We assume we clearly know somebody else's motives. Now, I know right. the Bible does say that the Word of God is a discerner of the thoughts mm-hmm. and intents of the heart. And yes. I believe the longer I'm with someone and the longer I interact with them, the more Scripture can apply And Mm -hmm. so uh, I I think it's not always fair to say that we know somebody's motives. I think that sometimes we can through prayer and learning the scriptures. And so there it may be that some of the motives that they've seen and witnessed that have not been godly or appropriate or right or scriptural Mm -hmm. has been detrimental in their own lives. And so I, I don't want to negate that, but it, it is so unfair to lump everybody in yes. to to a group of people that maybe you knew personally. Because mm-hmm. this happened to me personally, they're all this way. Anyone yes. like this is this way. That's that's unfair, and it's it's unscriptural. Yeah. yeah. Or what they do is they take one or two pro, uh, prominent preachers of the day who went off the rails or had some wacky ideas, and that becomes the flagship of all churches, and so all churches did what they did. That's not true. I, I was I was in some of those meetings and heard things and thought, this guy's... I was in a meeting in Canada, and, and, and a guy preached and um, on soul winning, and I went and asked a question, and the guy just mocked me, just mocked me, and, and kind of just kind of, you know, threw me to the side. I went after him and I said, answer my question for me, would you? And he just, he would not. And I, at that moment, thought this guy, this guy is not a good guy. Mm -hmm. And so I set him aside. I didn't follow after his teachings and beliefs and patterns. And so I, I didn't say that, 
all preachers like that because I went to another meeting and there were guys that touched my heart and blessed Amen. my soul and got me in love with Jesus more than I'd ever been. And they were great guys. And I followed after that. You have to have some discernment. And as a kid, it's it's hard to do that because your parents helped that discernment. As a teenager, you begin to notice and pick up on those things. When you become an adult, you put away childish things. Yes. And you become an adult. And you you make decisions that lead you in a better direction. And if you, for some reason, in your adult life, followed after somebody who was not biblical or not right, that's on you. That's not on them. Amen. Second statement. We attribute evil too quickly. You believe this. I believe the opposite. Therefore, you are wicked. That's that's something that both sides do, and it's something that should not be done. We're judging our brother whenever we we don't we don't know. We're just assuming we're attributing evil. You know that anyone who hold this position, I'll tell you what. You know they're this, they're that. There's something that's uh, you know wrong with them spiritually. They're a fake. They're a phony. If anybody ever says this, you know this means that this is the kind of individual they are. You know, that that's wrong, uh, and it's wrong for us to say it about someone else. It's wrong for someone else to say it about us. I'm I'm gonna careful how I say this. Don't judge me. Don't cast me aside. I became friends with the Pentecostal preacher in our town. I'm judging. He was a nice guy. I know. Do it. Second, third degree separation. He was a nice guy. We had coffee together. Mm -hmm. And and we talked about the scriptures. And you know what? We disagreed on some things. He believed that people could get saved by trusting Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. And by believing that, they were baptized in accordance to the scriptures by immersion just like we did. And I thought, wow, that that guy is not all wrong. He's telling people how to get saved. Now, he did not believe that you could lose your salvation. That's where a lot of, you know, separate. But he was a good guy. Did I preach in his church? No. Did he preach in my church? No. He came to my church. He visited our services. He wrote a paper on it and said, this should not be working. This type of preaching, this type of singing, King James only, this should not be working, but it is and he, and he told me, he goes, I, I, I'm blown away. He goes, I loved your church. He says, this is a church I could go to. I said, yeah, until I started talking about you can't speak in tongues and you know you can't heal people of your own accord and stuff like that. <laughs> but he, we're still friends. And mm-hmm. I didn't cast him aside. I did, I did for a long time. I thought, he's not a Baptist. He's wrong. And I still don't agree with his doctrine completely. But he was a good guy who loved the Lord and was preaching the gospel. I On that, we agreed. And on that, I could have a friend. Uh, Somebody said one time that if uh, Apollos was preaching today, Mm. no one would have helped him. You know? Right, right. Oh, that guy said that. He's wicked. We're not having anything to do with him. Rather than here's a couple, a Christian couple that sat down and explained the Word of God more perfectly to the preacher, and he became a very powerful preacher for the Word of God. And he needed to have things explained more perfectly because what he was saying was wrong. Uh, but he was he was sincere and, and certainly filled with that. So, you know, rather than saying, oh, that guy's evil, 
that guy's wrong. Mm-hmm. He's terrible. Mm-hmm. He's wicked. We attribute evil too quickly. Yeah. Could I say that part of the problem with um, our independent churches was there was a day when we were so desperate for churches to be started and so desperate um, you know, to get churches in every place. I think there were a lot of guys that went into the ministry as a novice. Uh, they went into a pastoral leadership as a novice. They didn't have the time to train that they needed. They came right out of Bible school. Let's get a church started. Here's a young guy. We'll help him. And I think there were a lot of guys that had to grow in the ministry. And there were a lot of guys that had to discern um, what what was right by the scriptures versus what I heard in Bible college or what I heard you know, growing up. Now I'm the guy in charge. Now I have to give an account. And a lot of guys had to learn some things the hard way. And I think that did cause some hurt with some people in the early days. Um, and, and that's not their fault necessarily, but they were novices. And, um, you know, I trained at Cleveland Baptist for five years, and I think I had a lifetime of experience. But I get in the ministry, and I'm like, wow, there's a lot I don't know. Amen. Man, there's a lot of decisions I got to make. So, Amen. you know, I cut, I cut some slack to some of those guys, too. Third statement, we're too concerned about what people say about us. Yeah, we're absolutely. too concerned about what people say about us. Yeah. We ought to be the most concerned about what God knows about us. I mean, that right. really is where our focus should be. You know, if, if I spend my time, more of my time, the majority of my time, if I'm spending it concentrating on what God sees and what God knows— and trying to be right with him, then what somebody says is going to matter far less. Now, yes, there's times that for the sake of the gospel, for the sake of our church members, you know, somebody accuses you of something, you know, that is absolutely not true because there, you know, there's wolves among the sheep. There's someone trying to uh, cause division in the church and and, uh, and cause the church harm. Well, yeah, you're going to have to speak about yourself. Uh, but but basically, man, we are way too concentrated on what somebody says about us rather than just making sure that we're right with the Lord. Yeah. What, what Do you have one more question? Yes, I do. Go, go ahead and give it because I've got, I've got right. a question myself and we'll do it after that one. We have become a people that is fulfilling the scripture that we don't want to endure sound doctrine. The time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. Don't want to put up with it. Don't want to obey it. Uh, You know, it's, I'd rather not hear it. Don't tell it to me because I don't have any intention of going along with it. Sound doctrine. Yeah. And what does the Bible say? Until Jesus returns, give time to doctrine. Doctrine's mm-hmm. important in the last days. Yes. And we are seeing a falling away, no question. And, and that this may be part of that falling away. Um, and, and I've got to say that most people that left our church saying that it was too hard or too whatever went to churches that they stayed at for a very short time or quit going altogether. Not many of them went on to a church where they really got involved and really got grounded and really served the Lord. Not many did that. My question is this. What can we do for those who have left? Um, Obviously, as a pastor, I can't run after people and beg them to come back. 
But what about our our listener who said, I've got a family member and they've left? What can we do for those people as a Christian? Or we know somebody that we work with that used to be in an independent church and they left. What can we do for those people? How can we show them that there is a love of Christ, there is a right way to do it, there are churches that don't, you know, treat people the way you were treated. How how do we do that, or can we do that? Well, I mean, it's just, we just stay Christian. For me to be a good Christian, I need to put what God says above anything else. I need to put what God says above what my wife wants, above what my children want, above what I want, above what my community may want or people in my church may want or my pastor may want. What I need to do to be a good Christian is to put God above everybody. If I put the Lord above everybody, then everything else is going to be in its proper perspective. I I am going to understand authority because I want to please the Lord. I am going to love my wife because, you know, it's a lesson of Christ loving the church. I am going to be compassionate. I am going to take care of other people and treat them according to First John to do those things for them whenever I have the opportunity because I want to please the Lord. So to to treat people just the same way that we would treat any other people, just yeah. with kindness, with you know, trying to be understanding. Now, there's there's going to be a lot more animosity or antagonism with family members because right. the feelings are raw. You know, yeah. you've got one side that says, how dare you say this about where where we are? And the others are like, how dare you think that what you're doing is even right? And, right. and so, you know, siblings or, you know, I don't know, aunts, uncles, Grandparents, I, I don't know who it is, but family members, man, we're pretty rough on family members. So, yeah, you know, yeah. we're going to have to ask God for grace as mm. we deal with these things and still stand up for what is right. You right. know, we may have to ask God to help us not to be too adamant, you know, yeah. not to be too, you know, uh, uh, bombastic. But, you know, no, I'm sorry. I just can't go along with that. Jesus means so much more to me. I, I can't agree with that because the Bible says so. You know, mm. I'm glad to get together with you. We miss you. We we mm-hmm. have got so many shared memories, and, you know, we, we want you to continually be a part of our family and every time we have the get-togethers. But, you know, no, Jesus yeah. and the Word of God is still first in my life. Yeah. Isn't it funny how people can be raised in the same family, the same church, and have such opposing views about those things? It's yeah. um, it's amazing to me. Um, but it's personality. It's life choices. It's associations. Um, and I think it's, it is a degree or level of spiritual maturity. And yes. Some of those things are going to divide us, and I think that the I think what we can do, and, and you've touched on this, is you know the greatest of these is love. I mean, love does do a lot. You got to love them, and, and you have to feel sorry for their hurt. And I, I'm sorry that happened to you. That that should not have happened. But I want you to know that's not our church. That's not the way we deal with things. That's that's not the spirit of who we are. 
And why don't you come and just let us love you? Let us let's let's just put that that um, salve on and and allow it to heal you, and give that time to do that. And well, that's, I, I, think I don't we know anything do. about that situation, but right. let's say they did leave your church. Mm-hmm. Family yes. members going to the same church, and they did leave your church. Then what do you do? Right. Well, that's that's a good question. And um, if they left my church, then obviously they were wrong. <laughs> they shouldn't have left. <laughs> I mean, that's just flat out simple, right there. And we had we had cases like that. We had family members that left other family members, and mm-hmm. um, and I would tell those people, I would tell them, love them, love them, and just you know uh, let them know that I I love them. And if they want to talk about it, if they want to try and make this right, I'll, I'll try to make it right with them and do those things. And and some did. We had some come back. We had some that never came back. And so I think if family's going to stay in the church, then you just have to let them know, listen, I'm sorry. It I, I, I would go to them many times, people that stayed and say, I, how's your family? I'm, I've been praying for them. I just, mm-hmm. I feel bad, you know, and if, if there's something I could have done. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I say, Pastor, it wasn't you, it was them. They just want it out. They want to do their own thing. And most times when they left, again, they either didn't go to church at all or they went to some church where they could do whatever they wanted and have no kind of retribution, and that's the way it was. And and you can't change that. You can't, unless they want to change, you're not going to change that. Yeah, I just, you want to try to find common ground. Things will never be the way they were. Right. If you right. want them the way they were, it won't happen. No. It, it just never will be. So, um, you know, there may be a bit of a divide. There may be a bit of a gap. We don't want it. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna I'm not gonna try to use a crowbar and make the gap wider intentionally. Right. I want to be very careful and sensitive that as much as I know, I'm not appearing to be holier than thou. Mm-hmm. But I I do believe the positions that I have are scriptural positions. They, mm-hmm. you know, that's either growing through Christ or willing to do this for Christ out of love. Mm-hmm. Whether He told me it's script, you know, this is based in scripture. It may be something that I want to say. I want to do this over and above. You know, David. Nobody commanded David to build God a house. But David mm-hmm. had that in his heart. And yep. so sometimes we hold some positions of personal holiness or the things we do because we say, I want to do this for God. I think maybe the Lord will be more pleased if I don't do this or if I do this than the opposite. So I want to do this for God. And there may mm-hmm. not be an exact verse that we're, we're using for it. So be as, be as Christian as we can. Try to be sensitive that we're not, you know, trying to look down at someone else. And, right. and of course, the things that I mentioned about, you know, attributing, oh, they must be wicked. You know, man, I, I sure wouldn't want to go there. I don't think that that's, no. that's always proper. No. no, I think what you have to do is you have to, you have to if you're going to get together as a family, you can't talk church. You can talk Christ. Amen. You can talk personal growth. Amen. But you don't talk church. Answers to prayer, and, right, wonderful I, blessings. Yep. Look how good God is. We've been praying for so and so, and they're doing well. Isn't that a blessing? You know, right. You can talk right. about those kind of things, but you're probably not going to go into doctrine. Right. Exactly. Wow. Great week, my friend. Great, 
great topic. We've said uh, before this, this is going to be a good one, I think, and I think helpful to some. And uh, there may be others that want to chime in on this, and we can do something else in the future. But um, yeah, it's it's sad when it happens. I hate it. Um, I want everyone to love us and everyone to come and um, see who we are and, and know our hearts. Um, sometimes we do have to be authoritative, and that's that's hard. But that's just that's the way it is. That's life. And um, if you're hurt today, get over it. Somehow get over it. Go to the Lord and get right with the Lord and and let the Lord help you heal. And you may not go back to the same church, but get into a church where you can grow in the things of the Lord and be active. You can do that. And so that'd be my admission to you today. I would be very careful when when uh, either we or mm-hmm. another group winds up condemning people for something that we are actively doing ourselves. Oh, absolutely. You know, that's that's got to be very careful. You know, mm-hmm. I, I've heard people who uh, have denigrated those that, you know, hold to the King James and yep. said that they held to the King James and they said it was a lie. And they, yeah. you know, did that for 8 or 10 or 12 years and now they're saying, you know, these guys are just lying about the King James. Wait a second, you you did, you know that that really ruins credibility. You know when when we and I'm saying we when we're guilty of things that we're accusing about other people. Yeah, yeah. Be careful. Yeah, and let's not be a cancel culture. We in Christianity can be some of the worst cancel culture there is, and don't just write people off just because. They're, you know, searching or they're studying or whatever, or they're trying to trying to make their way. Be careful of that. And if you leave a church, don't get on Facebook and trash them. Don't do that. Oh my! Don't get goodness. on Twitter and trash oh them. Oh my that's, goodness! That's a that's a whole nother thing. But don't. Yeah, do that'd that. be a whole nother whole nother week. Yeah, I'm Al Stone. I'm so glad to have been able to be with you this week, and I'm looking forward to next week already. I don't even know what we're doing. I'm looking forward to it. I hope you have a great, great day. I'm Al Stone. This is Dan Wolven. Please make sure that you give us a rating, a review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform. This is The Tim Talks, heard around the world every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And we're glad that you've joined us. Have a great weekend. Serve the Lord. Love on somebody. Let people know you're a Christian and be one. You've been listening to Tim Toss, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T-I-I-M talks.com.